I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row, getting you ready for the big game. Also, Nick Costos yeah. and Ken Barker. Hey, what's here. up? We're here. What's going on? Hey, hey, everybody. hey. There's a row, and it's got some radio on it. And uh, and we're on it. Yeah. We are on Radio Row. We are. It's There's a, a row. It's a physical row of yeah. transistor radios, and we are sitting on it. It is. We're sitting on Radio Row. Yeah. Uh, how about Brian Baldinger in the last? What a what a nice guy. It's just some people. It's just better in person, and he's awesome when he comes on with us. But like that's just. Do the eating Cheetos, just breaking down offensive line play. So uh Eric his life. Eric Eager is joining us right now from Sumer Sports. Looks like uh, an offensive lineman. Eric, yeah. like everyone's I, I'm short, also like everyone's so tall, and it's really it's, it's how I, tall are you, Eric? Like six three or so. What a yeah. what a six three. Do you ever stop to think like that you that you're a jerk because of that? Well the, what's funny is so you I've like probably like since Two years ago, I probably lost like forty pounds. So everybody, you a look lot good. Of, Which it a looks, lot of, yeah. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you look thin," and of course, but I still am pretty big. Like I'm tight end size, you know. So, so a lot of people. Oh, 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 okay, okay, slugger, slow down there. But people, people are like, uh, people come up to me, and the number one response is, "You look taller than I imagined." So I don't know if I give off short vibes, but I do know in the Super Sports Show with me and Thomas Dimitrov. Thomas, Thomas is, is like five seven. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Right. So everybody is like, Thomas gives up shorter than or taller than normal vibes on 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 radio. I give up shorter than. I think like we did like set up the studio in a way where he looks taller and I look shorter. So then whenever yeah, it is stark when we when we get meet people in person. So Eric is referring to the Sumer Sports Football Show, which we plug throughout the season. Right. Eric's co-host is former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who's represented by our agent, the great Scan. So uh, Brian Baldinger was on with us in the last segment, Eric. And Baldinger revealed that Kyle Shanahan just literally thinks I'm an idiot. Like heard me in an after the Sunday morning where Ken and I are doing the show yeah. after the Niners Packers game. We have Baldy on the show, and I asked Baldy, like, do you think Kyle Shanahan's too conservative sometimes in the big moments? And Baldy, and it was like a great radio, and like I, we like each other, yeah. it's all good. He like bristled at it and challenged me a little bit. And I came back at him like, look, like end of the first half, you can't settle for a 52-yard field goal in the rain with a crappy kicker and then the kick gets. It got blocked. He could have made it still. Like I didn't like the decision. Apparently Shanahan was listening and like texted Baldy how stupid what I said was. Do you know for a fact if anyone in the league thinks you are an idiot? Oh, I think that there's I, I know for certain that there are people who are big fans. Okay, like okay. Can, can, can you name one without like revealing? Or, or even much? like a position? Like, is it? No, no, no. We want a name. Uh, name would be tough, but like I know, like, like for example, like an assistant GM that was interviewing for GM. I, I messaged them, uh, and I was like, "Hey, uh, congratulations on getting an interview. Uh, good luck." And he go he messaged me back. He goes, "I really like your Twitter. Never change." Your Twitter is great. That's pretty good. Like. And I was like, oh, that like I don't know if that's a pat on the head or if it's like a truly I think you're clever, but that was pretty fun. I do yeah, there are probably people who think I go too far or maybe I'm a little bit like 
I am kind of a clown. Like I do like have, I like to have fun. I like to like joke around. And and I've certainly said some things in, in the past that have been wrong. Uh, I, I remember in 2021, I I told people to stop ramsplaining to me about how the the FM picks and all this stuff was. And of course, they win the Super Bowl. I look like a huge idiot. And you know they they did have to blow the thing up. But um, I, what you're not wrong about Shannon, then, right? I mean, the fact that the guy, I mean. 2021, the Rams, like, I could have been right. Instead, he punts on fourth and one in the right. NFC Championship game. Jimmy Ward doesn't help, but yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, 100%, yeah. obviously. And then, and then the the game against the Chiefs four years ago, you know, the, the Kittle Kittle gets called for offensive pass interference on Dan, Sor- Dan yep. Sorensen, and he just turtles at the end of the half. And, of course, they could have used three points probably uh, there. Um, yeah, he is a pretty conservative coach. Now, he's a 10 out of 10 in a lot of stuff, and I think from a team-building standpoint, um, to be able to – Get by with failing on Trey Lance and still have a roster that's able to get pretty back amazing. To the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like the 49ers are a team that you know there are not a ton of ten out. Of, there's no ten out of ten teams in the NFL, but they're a nine out of ten team, and I think Kansas City probably is one as well. Uh, so there's not a ton you can ding them for, but I do think that one weakness is obviously in-game management for Kyle. The uh, you and I were talking right before the show, and you were saying all the media obligations that you had the last couple of days. Like you're you're kind of like at the end of your yeah. like the wave is like crash. That's like oh. It's kind of relaxing. It's kind of nice that we get you in this day, which is pretty cool. Like 40 interviews. Like, give us a couple of things that you got asked. Like, you got you did 40 interviews. What like what did you get asked that you're just like, I can't roll my eyes at this, but like, really? Like, really, this is what it is? I'm actually like fairly um pleased with the the people that we got on with because sure. they, they asked pretty like it's mostly the Dan Campbell stuff. A lot of times it's have you factored in momentum? Have you factored in a lot of times it's... Do you ever so this want to tell win- those people like to drop dead? <laughs> so this is win probability? Like people yeah, yeah. are saying like the difference between going for it or kicking the field yeah. goal. And or- people always wonder if like those models have like momentum or yeah. things that are like tough to quantify. Exactly. Them. Right. And I'm just like, define momentum for me and then I'll try to quantify it. But it's almost impossible to. Right. And that's that's why, you know, obviously betting is so cool because, you know, you define a market and, and then you, you pick a side of it and then you resolve the market and there are house rules for when it's ambi- ambiguous and stuff, but you end up winning or losing. And, and, and a lot of times people who are sort of arguing in bad faith will construct a system where you can never win or lose. It's always a push. And, and that's to me how a lot of people have tried to back Dan Campbell into a corner because for me it's always, I always get to the part of, guys, we're all in a football place right here. You're talking to... You know, uh, Brad Holmes is a big hulking. I talk about me as a tight end. Brad Holmes, a big hulking dude, beard, and he's like, and then he builds an offensive line with Panay Sewell and Jonah Jackson and Frank Ragnow, and he has a head coach who's a former NFL tight end, and now he's been going for fourth down, and all of a sudden you're going to go up to Panay Sewell and say, now you got to kick in because this soccer player is going to try to tie the game for us. Are you freaking kidding me? You know, like, how did we, how did we build this sport into one where? It's all about toughness and grit. Also that a, a head coach could throw a soccer player under the bus when it doesn't work. I, I, that, that's to me the biggest, like, that, that's kind of where I've taken the conversation the whole time. I don't even care about, like, the math, we've solved the math before. At this point, we're just arguing over stupid stuff. But that, that's where I get to is, like, imagine drafting Panay Sewell seventh overall and then being like, the, your fate is in the hands of a kicker. I've been saying it for a couple weeks now. I feel like Nick wants to give you a standing ovation for that uh, answer. He, he I think know, he was he, moved. He yeah. knows. He knows. Right. Eric knows how I feel right. about that. You better you bet with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row. Our guest Eric Eager from Sumer Sports on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. Just curious. While we're talking about Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell is the blank best head coach in the National Football League. 
he's the best at in, it, it, quantifiably. He added 1.04 wins to the Detroit Lions. I think I would take him over. I think I think Shanahan might Shanahan might be the best. I think I, so, I, I, I think Campbell might be the best. So, he so, might be number one. So if I was if I was if I was a general manager of an NFL team, one of the first things I would and that team was bad, like bad, bad. I was taking over bad. Like team. the Lions were. Yeah, sure. I or like Washington this year or yes. something, like that, whatever. Yeah. I would consider, I would trade for Shanahan or McVay. That would be that. I would make it. I would make the Rams turn down two first round picks. I would make the Niners turn through down two. And first they round would, picks. right? To be fair, they would. Yeah. But I'd make them do it. After that, you're probably looking at Andy Reid, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin. You know, a few of those other guys. But I, I think Campbell. If you're not, if he's not in the top six or eight for you. I don't know what you, what you're watching. That team didn't win a playoff game for 32 straight years, and and now he had them. He had the best team in the NFL, a team that the betting markets make nine points better than the average team on a neutral field. Then that team down 17 in a playoff game at home. I don't know, like that, you know. And, and a lot of teams are like, they 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 say, you know, they they want to dismiss the Lions, but they've overcome everything. I mean, they went from you know 313 and three just two years ago to where they are now. I, I think it's an incredible feat. So you were talking before, you mentioned something briefly with the Campbell answer and it was math driven. And I heard, and I'm sure people heard it like that. He added 1.08 wins, whatever that was. Yep. I did, I'm confident that that was come to, and like, a, I don't want to question the formula and momentum yep. or whatever. Was that, was that the most it like who's, a, who's twice, at that end and who's at the other end was going to be my question. Twice as much as any coach in the NFL. So Andy Reid's tied for second with 0.5. So okay. Andy Reid and, it's like decision making, like yeah. stuff they do during the game. And the right. thing that Andy Reid does really well, and this is for this show, by the way, there's a there's a kind of a trap in the prop market where oh no trap game. In, in two years ago, one of the bets I really really liked was Rams first timeout at minus one fifteen because Sean McVay is an absolute dog right. timeouts, <laughs> and I and and, and I for looked, people like remember yeah. the Lions game, he yes. used to immediately yeah. at the start of the second and, half, and that one cashed, and and that one was a and I gave it out every single place, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. And, and I went to the, I saw the market this year and it's still even. And I was like, oh my gosh, this looks great. But I looked and Andy Reid does great, but he, he mostly preserves second half timeouts. The first half, he's kind of like, you know, you can't take him with you. And he and Kyle are about the same there. They're about average at keeping first half timeouts. Andy Reid has generated about eight percentage points better than the average coach on keeping second half timeouts in his hopper. They're really good at special teams, meaning um, in the NFL now, if you kick the ball deep, and you you should kick the ball through the end zone on kickoffs and fair catch kickoffs if you're returning them. Everything else just induces injuries or worse field position, right? And he's added a ton there. Dave Tobe has actually bought into that, which has been great for the Chiefs. And then it's fourth down two-point conversions, which as Andy Reid, as you saw in the AFC Championship game, he went for two ones. One didn't work, but one actually extended right. a drive that became a touchdown. Andy's been very good there. Kyle's been 19th in the NFL, point uh, two uh, wins below the average coach. Uh, and, and then the bottom this year, I believe. What, what is Kyle bad at? Like, why is he not? Because people are going to be like, how is he 19th? It's the special the conservative stuff. nature. Stuff, well, or? Like, like, so he kicked it short to Keyshawn Nixon in the in the right. Packers game. And that was a big, you know, a big play from win probability standpoint. Uh, so they, they, they opt into special teams, which is negative EB. They're actually better at fourth downs than they normally are. But they're, they've only gone for one two-point conversion the last two or three years, if I remember correctly. It's a lot of that stuff. So it's just like marginal stuff. He's not terrible. Uh, because there are a lot of terrible ones in the league, but he's not great either. Uh, the funny one is the Raiders bought into Antonio Pierce, who's fourth worst in the NFL in that measure. Who's the? Uh, we have like thirty seconds left here, and then like we'd love to have you yeah, join us I'll, for I'll another say, talk about the game. Oh, thank you. Who's the? Uh, who's the dumbest coach in the NFL? 
Uh, I, dumbest is maybe the wrong word, but the well, I, I chose that word specifically. But you could fall back on your yes. wins at it if you want to do who's yeah. last or whatever. So, so the one, so the one that in in in-game decision making, the one that adds the least is like a Mike Tom, which I think checks with all of our intuition, sure. hunts and all this stuff. If you do a top-down model from like a point spread perspective, so who adds the least to the point spread? It's Dennis Allen. Which that surprises is most, nobody. Uh, as somebody who jammed the Saints under nine and a half like all offseason. <laughs> like, right. like they, they have no chance next year, right, with this coaching quarterback. I would. I it would, doesn't mean they can't win like nine games or whatever. Right. Get lucky with Maybe it'll be games. eight and a half, nine again, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, Tampa Bay winning the division in the NFC South this year is maybe the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to the Saints and Falcons collectively uh, in, in a long time. And that, Todd Bowles and, and Baker list, Mayfield? No. And that list is extensive. Right. And with the Falcons, too. Like, historically bad team. Saints at least won a Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Eric's going to stick with us for another segment. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports will start hour number three with Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet. We are live from Radio Row. The show has been absolutely magnificent. Sean Merriman will join us as well coming up next hour and hashtag perhaps some surprises along the way. And maybe at some point, Ken and I will do just a segment with the, uh, with the two of us. Yeah. Or not. Hour number three coming up next here on a Wednesday from Radio Row. Bringing the action of the big game to you. It's You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas.